This is the coach, Brendan Sir, with another edition of our final four, now final national championship game preview for our Coaching You podcast. Uh, Saturday was, I thought, as good as final four Saturdays we've ever had. Last year, you remember, we had Villanova blowing out Oklahoma by 44 points in the one game. Uh, but this one was two nail biters right down to the end. The South Carolina Gonzaga game was amazing in that Gonzaga, you thought, was just going to start to run away with a 10, 12, 15 point lead. And then here come the Gamecocks and uh, Frank Martin's team. Uh, you know, physically, they've one of the most imposing, uh, tough teams I've ever had to coach against. But uh, Frank and his guys have just showed what they did through the entire tournament. They just compete at an amazing level. And it shows you as a coach how much and how important defense and physical style play is. Uh, so they need to be commended. Incredible play at the end of the game where, once again, I think as coaches, the things I try to pull out of these things as coaching lessons is make sure you and your staff agree on what you're going to do at the end of a game with on defense with a three-point lead. And Mark Few and his guys, as he said post-game, they practice this all the time. And with under five seconds, they want to commit a foul. And boy, did they ever do it to perfection with a little over three seconds to go. Uh, and, and poor South Carolina, now putting yourself in Frank Martin's shoes, don't even get to attempt a three-point shot. Then you go to the line, only a few seconds to go. Do you make both foul shots with Thornwell? Do you make one, miss one, and try to tap it back out to make a shot? Impossible thing to, you know, to really coach at the end of the game. But uh, I thought both teams played incredibly hard. I thought you saw how good Gonzaga is, how physical they are, how tough they are. And I think we, it put us into a, a great opponent in the one game tonight. Carolina-Oregon, I, you know, that was an amazing game from the standpoint of Oregon. You know, they didn't shoot the ball like they normally do. Carolina tried everything they could to stub themselves in the foot, including missing all those foul shots at the end. And uh, again, you have to feel uh, for Bell not being able to block out the last two plays and them not getting a chance to, uh, you know, tie the game. But I think, you know, we see, we're seeing probably the two best teams in the tournament playing in the final game tonight. And that is great. And that should be for a great game. I, I, you know, what I've always found in basketball is that, you know, if you think you're an expert and you try to pick something like this, you have no clue. Because I think you can see how each team, because of their strengths, if they can, you know, make them come forward. You know, if Gonzaga can impose their will uh, with their great defense, their inside power game, and limit, and this is the key word, limit the Tar Heels to one shot, then I think you're going to have an amazing champion. The Zags will prevail as a national champion. But the Tar Heels are the number one offensive rebounding team in the country. Offensive rebounding wins uh, that won the game for them the other day. And if and if they can prevail inside and can and and my God, Meeks, what a game he had! One for the ages the other day. But these three big guys that they have with Hicks, Meeks. And Bradley, those guys coming, and Justin Jackson really is becoming the player of the tournament offensively. A guy that has incredible talent, can score, and probably the best pro prospect in in this group. So I think it's it's really neat. One thing I want to mention, though, 
and I thought this was really incredible uh, watching this, is one of the things that we as coaches should be focused on is leadership. And I don't know if you could get four guys that are better leaders than the four head coaches that we had. And all have different styles. You know, you have Frank Martin, the guy with incredible passion, heart on his sleeve. His kids play to his personality, but one of the most caring, loving, compassionate human beings I know. And Roy Williams is just, you know, he's just as steady as can be. His kids play so hard every night with a great style, and they're always there. Uh, just amazing what Roy has done in his career. I think Dana Altman is getting the love and appreciation that he deserves has always been one of the best coaches in the country and his kids, his talent that they have at Oregon, the way Dana has changed his style of play over the years to fit his talent, I think is remarkable. And Mark Few has always been acknowledged by many across the country that have seen his teams play as just a phenom as a coach. And I think now we're seeing that since he has gotten to this stage now where people like Jay Wright, you know, Tom Crean and others got to that stage and all of a sudden you see people in the final four, all of a sudden you're a better coach. And I think uh, we're seeing what Mark Few has done for the last 20 years. He's one of the really great coaches. But I think leadership is a really good thing. And you can see when it, one of the two teams has to unfortunately lose, you can see the way that each hold the other in respect. The compassion that they show from a winning standpoint, a humble winner and a gracious loser. And I think uh, taking it also to the women's game. We love the women's game. And the four coaches that they had in the women's game, how can you get better? The two losing coaches in the women's game on Friday night, Tara Vanderveer, over 1,000 wins as a coach. And then Gino Oriema, the winningest coach maybe in, you know, basically in the history of men's or women's basketball on a percentage basis. And could any of, anyone have been more gracious in defeat than Gino was the other day? I thought that was a great lesson. His players then responded in kind. Uh, and then so happy for Vic Schaefer and what he did with the Mississippi State Bulldogs. His women played at an amazing pace, and the win over UConn on Friday night will never be forgotten. And then, of course, uh, Dawn Staley, our next Olympic coach, coach of our national team from 2017 to 2020, uh, just showed why she has had such an impact on women on as she did as a player and now as a coach and now to be a national champion uh, as a coach. Uh, it was just fantastic to watch and, and great for these women to get a great stage. I love their format now that they're playing on Friday and Sundays. I think that gives them their proper due. So we had great coaches, great leadership, and I thought it was really, really important. So tonight we'll see who the men's national champion will be. Uh, it doesn't matter who your favorite is. We're going to hopefully just see a great game in front of an amazing crowd of 70-plus thousand. So Phoenix was amazing this weekend. Uh, really, they did a great job as a host city. Uh, so, you know, whoever has it next year is going to really have to live up to something. Now, going into um, a reminder for our coaches that uh, in only a couple weeks on Thursday, April 20th, down at Texas Wesleyan University in Fort Worth, uh, we're going to have our first coaching you one day that we've ever had. I think you're really going to be excited. The people that we have coming to speak are going to be terrific. Men's, women's coach, whoever, whatever you like, high school, college, professional, I think you're going to get something out of it, get you something to get you going, to jumpstart you into your f spring, summer, 
and then into your fall workout. So I think it's something that we need right now. Uh, we're really doing this because uh, many of our customers have asked for this. But you're going to see down in Texas, was he in, on the 20th, you're going to see uh, Kevin Neesman will come down and uh, probably do, uh, you know, give you some bullet point basketball on some of the really great teachings that he has done at the both the college and, of course, at the NBA level. Uh, Kevin is always one of the best speakers in the country. I think anyone that has heard him knows that. If you haven't, it's a treat you deserve. I think, you know, you're going to also have Brendan Shingleton, the coach of Texas Wesleyan, who won the NAIA National Championship just two weeks ago. Fran Frischella, longtime coach, ESPN's number two announcer on the college basis. Uh, the expert on European basketball in our country will show you the European style of play and how influential it has become and the great, great stuff that European coaches run. I think you'll find this to be something you really can't get anywhere. Uh, so I think you're going to see uh, some fantastic uh, things that we're going to be teaching. Uh, I'm going to be speaking and we're going to announce in the next uh, day, or, uh, Jamie Dixon, my God, the NIT uh, champion last week. Uh, we're going to have Jamie speaking. Uh, and I think for those of you that have watched him over the years at Pitt and now at TCU, recognize what a guy this he can do in really just turning a program completely around in just a few months. And then we have another surprise guest that we're going to announce this week that I think you'll really enjoy. So it's going to be a terrific clinic for $77 for general admission. You can't beat it. Uh, from the 12 to 6 for that day. Also for VIP people that want to sit courtside and also get all the videos from the clinic, uh, that's a price of 197 So you're going to love it. Uh, look forward to seeing you. And then, again, this is the coach, Brendan Sir. You can also register, for those of you who have asked, uh, go to coachingyoulive.com and go there and you can register immediately. And, of course, all of our podcasts, you can either go follow us on iTunes or uh, pick us up on coachingulive.com. So this is the coach, Brendan Sir, till we meet again. Thanks.